Welcome to the Counselor's Complex, and thank you for joining me on a journey to mental health and mental wealth. I'm your host, Jessica Latin, a licensed professional counselor. The topics discussed in this podcast are not meant to be replaced by a therapeutic relationship with your own licensed mental health provider near you. In today's episode, I'm going to be giving you five back-to-school tips in preparation for this school year. This is the perfect episode for pretty much anybody. If you're a parent of children, whether they're young or in college, if you are a teacher, if you are an administrator or anyone involved with the school system, as well as if you're a student yourself, because we know that life is all about learning and you're constantly going to be educating yourself. And there's never a good or bad time to go back to school. You're never too old to go back to school. So this is really for everybody who needs some assistance with getting prepared for going back to school. I have two children myself and both are in school. One is actually in elementary. The other one is in preschool. And when I tell you this past week has been super stressful and it's been hard to kind of get back in the swing of waking up a little bit earlier. And I mean, it's not a major change as far as the time that I have to wake up, but, you know, 15, 20, sometimes 30 minutes really does make a big difference in our mood and our stress levels. So I thought, you know, I have to do some things to make sure that I'm prepared and ready and able to sustain throughout this school year. So I thought I would share some of those things with you guys. So without further ado, here are my tips for back to school. Number one, get back to the basics. And by the basics, I mean just regular old basic self-care. We cannot forget this, y'all. And I, I see this happen a lot. We often drop the ball on just our basic everyday needs. You have to get your rest. You have to get your sleep. You cannot expect to take on the day and to be in a good mood and to be productive if you haven't rested your body, if you haven't rested your mind. You cannot go 100 miles per hour without stopping for gas. You have to refuel yourself eventually, and you need to be able to get enough rest on a daily basis. Now, I know sometimes this may need to be tweaked depending on, um, you know, I have I work with a lot of moms that have newborn babies, and so oftentimes their sleep is dependent on whether or not the baby sleeps. If you're breastfeeding, that's another story with you having to wake up multiple times during the night for feedings. Um, So I do get that there are some situations where it's very difficult to get adequate amounts of rest and sleep. 
But I also encourage those parents who struggle in that department to find some sort of um, support, either with your spouse or someone else who can come and help you maybe with one or two of those feedings if you're able to pump and give your baby the bottle if your baby will take a bottle um, for one of those feedings. Um, but I get it. Sometimes it's just a waiting game. We're just waiting until our, our children are old enough to where they don't wake up in the middle of the night like that. I also know that there are some people that have trouble with like insomnia and some other reasons why they just have difficulty falling asleep. So in that case, I suggest you visit um, your doctor your primary care physician so that you can possibly get on some medication or get some other suggestions as far as improving your sleep. Um, Because sleep is so important to not only our physical health, but our mental health. And um, our body heals itself through rest. And so if you feel like you're coming down with a cold or, you know, God forbid that you get the virus, the the COVID-19 virus, um, your body is going to need to rest in order to heal itself um, faster. And so that's just, that needs to be a major priority. Okay. Um, I know that was a big spill on sleep, but sleep is so important, you guys. I just can't stress it enough. Next, you want to make sure that you are eating properly. And so many people will go all day working um, all day at school and they don't eat a thing until at nighttime. And then they really kind of binge at that point. And that could be very unhealthy as well. So I want to encourage all of you to make sure that you are eating three meals a day. Um, or six small portion size meals, um, or at least, you know, getting you a snack here or there so you can stay nourished. Um, But it's so important for you to get those vitamins and those nutrients from eating regular healthy meals every single day. And I get this a lot. My husband says this a lot. He's not a a breakfast person. He doesn't really like to eat in the morning. And I get it. I used to be that way as well. But that's how we get our energy for the rest of the day is to eat in the morning. So try your best to eat something, even if it's something small. Um, I usually take like some oatmeal with me to work that I can just heat up in the microwave real quick. You know, something small, even a um, muscle milk or slim fast or some sort of shake if you're not really into eating like a full meal or you don't have time. I know that's a big issue, too, is people don't have a lot of time to eat breakfast in the morning, so they skip it. But by the time lunch comes around, you're starving. You might be irritable. You may not have been as productive as you could have been during the, the first half of the day. So let's just make sure that we get those vitamins and those nutrients in by eating a healthy breakfast and eating three meals a day. Um, Refer to a nutritionist or a dietitian if you have any other issues as far as eating concerns or uh, eating disorders, you know, really consult with someone who has a lot of expertise in that area to help you be your best self in that area. Lastly, I want to talk about exercise. Exercise has been so beneficial to me in being able to manage stress and anxiety, especially when the pandemic hit. 
And yet here we are still in the pandemic. The school year has started up again. And so I just want to encourage all of you um, parents, teachers, students to try to do at least 20 to 30 minutes a day of exercise, you'll be surprised how much it does for your your brain power and just how you feel. You'll feel so much better throughout the day if you take the time out to exercise. And exercise can be pretty much anything. It could be a sport. It could be taking a walk outside. It can be actually lifting weights, whatever you enjoy. So don't feel like you have to do what I do. I enjoy doing exercise routines. Um, but everybody doesn't like that. Everybody, you know, has something that they prefer. So find something that you enjoy, whether that's dance, um, lifting weights, running, whatever, and just do it. Just get out there and do it. Um, and I promise you, you will definitely notice a difference in your ability to manage your stress over time. No, it's not a miracle worker. You know, you're not going to feel better instantly, but over time you will notice your ability to be able to, um, control your anxiety and things like that. So exercise is really good. It's also another, um, great way to, prevent sickness. You know, when we are healthy, our blood is moving properly through our body. Um, we're, we're just in a better state to be able to handle illnesses and to be able to bounce back a little bit faster. Um, number two is manage your time. And that could be very hard, especially when we have a lot of things going on. But time management is so important and it's a big trigger. Poor time management is a big trigger for anxiety. Um, so you want to make sure that you are managing your time accordingly and not wasting time. And a big thing that we waste time on is social media and video games and just a whole bunch of stuff that you could probably think for yourself, what are some things that you waste a lot of your time on? Um, so you have to, it's, it's okay to do those things. Don't get me wrong. I love my social media. I love to watch Netflix and things like that, but we have to do those things in moderation or else we'll be wondering why we're not getting things done or why, why we are so stressed out. And it's because we're wasting our time on things that are not benefiting us, uh, whether that's financially or health wise. So you want to make sure that you are doing those things in moderation. Most people's phones nowadays have a little app on there where you can set limits for the different social media apps and things like that. Um, one thing I did actually to not only improve my mental health, but to increase my intellectual well-being is that instead of getting on social media, I decided to read a book instead or even listen to an audio book I feel is, is better than just getting on social media or just playing a game. Um, because you're actually benefiting yourself by just thinking. You're thinking more because you're thinking about what you're reading and you're just learning more about whatever subject the book is about. So maybe try to replace that as well, especially with my students. You know, I get it. 
you don't want to read anything outside of school. <laughs> but reading, it truly is fundamental. And if you're tired of reading because you have to read so much for school, I encourage you to try to find some really fun leisure books to get into. Um, because you, it, it's just good for you to just be consistent in reading and learning and growing. And it's, it's fun to me. I enjoy reading. And at one point, I actually lost my love for reading because of school, um, especially with graduate school. I was like, I don't want to look at another book. <laughs> but um, last year during the pandemic, I actually started a book club with some friends of mine. And it, we're still going strong. We're still reading books together. And it's been a really fun experience. And it's helped me to develop friendships. It's helped me to expound and expand my reading palette. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited about the book club. And I look forward to it every month. Um, and it's just been a really great way for me to um, be more productive with managing my time. So manage your time appropriately. Get you a calendar. Um, you know, our phones can be used for so much more than what we use it for. Use your calendar. Use um, your task list on your phone. Get a pretty planner. I love planners. They're so cute. But I never, I can never be consistent with them just because that takes a lot of time out to um, sit down and write in the planner, but some people love it. And I admire people. Like I really envy people who are able to like fill out their planners every single week or every single month and really stay consistent with them and fully finish a planner. Like I've done well for like a month or two. And then I always wind up, you know, by the end of the year, I have like six months that I haven't filled out. <laughs> So um, I, I stick to my phone. I set alarms on my phone and I use my task list on my phone if I need to call people back or send emails. So just find some sort of avenue to be able to manage your time accordingly. All right. Number three is get organized. And this is kind of incongruence with the time management, but get organized. Organize your desk, organize your backpack, organize your home to organize your desk at work. And if you're working from home, organize that desk too. Everything should be, everything should have a place. Okay. Um, you need to be able to just kind of look in one direction and be able to find what it is that you need instead of having to go through piles of paper and through a million drawers to locate what it is that you need. You should be able to go directly to where you need to go to get what you need. And that's going to make your work day go so smoothly. It's going to make your school day go so, so much more smoothly. Um, especially if you have small children, um, you want to create an area for them and uh, not just small children. This needs to be carried on even into um, adulthood. If you're in college, you need to have an area specifically for doing homework and assignments. Do not do them in your bed. Okay, that's a no, no, because then your brain is going to start to is going to start associating your bed with doing work. So we don't want to do that. We want to actually designate a space to do your work. 
and you want to make it as organized and as clean as possible. And that is going to help you to have a clear mind so that you can accomplish all of those great things that you're doing. Okay, so organization is going to help you decrease stress and anxiety because what happens when you can't find that flash drive or you can't find whatever it is that you need for work or for school? Then you get stressed out, right? And then you get upset and then you might get snappy with people because you lost something because you're not organized. So see how that works. (laughs) Okay, so get organized, okay? Next, just remember this, overload equals overwhelmed. I see so many parents that have like, you know, three children and every child is in like three or four extracurricular activities. (laughs) I see college students and I'm guilty of this myself with being in college. I was in everything, okay? I was in this organization, that organization. I wanted to do this organization over here and blah, 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 blah. I wanted to go to this party and go to this event and all this. And child, I was just so overwhelmed. It was just too much. And then you find yourself slipping in the areas that are most important, like classes, getting the grades that you need, studying for tests, doing well in your job. So just remember that you have to pace yourself and you can't overload yourself with doing a million things. Okay. You could be doing a million things and only be giving 10% to each one. You want to narrow those extracurricular activities down to, you know, maybe two so that you can put 100% into each one of those and so that you can still provide adequate self-care so you're not burnt out or having anxiety about participating in these activities because you're just, you know, you're like, I'm so over it. Like, I don't want to even do it. Um So definitely don't overwhelm yourself. Don't overwhelm your children. And this is especially for parents that, and I I get it. So let me see how I can explain this. So I know that sometimes as a parent, we want our children to have things that we didn't have, or we want them to be successful in areas that we weren't necessarily successful in, or if we were successful in those areas, we put a lot of expectations on our children to follow in our footsteps and do the same thing that we did. Um, And so we may overload ourselves as parents trying to accommodate our children and their needs and being chauffeurs to every single function and event that they need to go to without considering that we need rest ourselves. And I have had to definitely um, keep this in mind. My children are still very young, but I have made it a rule. And, you know, my husband and I discussed this because at times I've wanted to like put my son in basketball during the school year. But my husband's like, no, that's, that's like way too much. Like just let him do it in the summer. 
um, especially for now. Like I know when he gets in high school, maybe he'll probably want to do it during the school year. But for right now, since he's still young, there's no reason for me to run myself ragged for him to go to basketball practice during the school year. Um, So just keep that in mind that not, you know, yes, kids should be involved in things, but there has to be a limit to it. And also keep in mind that you are the chauffeur. You're the one that has to get them to these places. Um, So, and don't over overload yourself as well as don't overload your children. Um, Manage your time so that they can have family time, they can have alone time, they can have time enough time to do their homework and any projects because all that extracurricular stuff is just what it is. It's extracurricular. It's not a necessity. Your child does not have to be preparing for the NBA right now. Your child does not have to be, you know, this, you know, child protege right now. Let them be kids. Don't overload them, especially those kids that have like ADHD and things like that. They definitely need definitely need structure. You don't want to burn them out with so many things. And I see a lot of kids that get stressed out really easily, have a lot of temper tantrums and anxiety and angry outbursts. And it's because the parents have them in too much. Um, and then the parent is frustrated too because they don't even realize they're running themselves ragged. Um, so you just have to be careful not to overload yourself. Those of you who are in college, same thing. Do not feel like you have to go to every party every weekend. Don't feel like you have to be in every organization on campus. Um, just pick one or two things that interest you and focus on those. For my people that are just in the workforce, you know, that's the same thing. Focus on one or two organizations or volunteer projects and just leave it at that Um, because you don't want to stress yourself out to the point where the things that you love to do or the things that your child loves to do become a burden. Okay. And finally, take frequent breaks. Um, And this is included in the time management. We have to take time out for ourselves. Take your breaks. um, Take your vacations. Take your mental health days. I can't stress this enough that taking vacations, taking breaks regularly, and especially for my teachers, because, you know, I, I work with a lot of teachers, um, especially since the start of this pandemic. It's been quite an experience for you guys. My heart goes out to anybody who's in the, the educational field. Um, you want to make sure that you're taking more time out for yourself and not waiting until like winter break or fall break. Like, no, that's not enough time. Um, don't wait till spring break. Don't wait till next summer to take off. No, you need to have regular times where you are taking time out for yourself on the weekends, you know, I know that's usually when you get most of your stuff done, but maybe one week in a month, 
Try to let that Saturday just be a day for you where you literally do nothing, nothing for your children, nothing for your spouse, nothing for anybody else but you. You deserve it. You work so hard at school or at work or doing both. You know, I've been there too where I've been in college and I've been working at the same time. You deserve a break. Okay. So those are my five back to school tips. And I hope that these help you to prepare better for the upcoming school year. If school hasn't started, I know some some schools start in September or if you've already started off to a little rocky start. Hopefully this will help you to get back on track because it's still early enough to um kind of redeem yourself. So thanks guys. Now it's time for the TCC challenge. This is the part of the episode where we challenge ourselves to incorporate something from today's episode into our daily lives. Okay, you guys, so this challenge is for all of us, and I'm, I'm saying us because I'm including myself, is to do one or all of these things that I talked about today, all of these tips that I told you guys about today. Pick one or, or maybe do all if you can. Sometimes I suggest to people start off with one, work your way up, but pick one of these tips that you may be struggling with more than the others and do it and send me a message on Instagram at JL Counseling LLC. Um, Send me an email, wellness at jlcounselingllc.com. Um, also find me on Facebook at JL Counseling LLC and just let me know how the challenge is going for you and what are you working to improve on in what area. So good luck, you guys. I hope something you heard today resonated with you and that you share this information with others and continue to promote self-growth. If you are needing a therapist and you reside in the Louisiana, Texas, or Georgia area, please visit jlcounselingllc.com for more info or for assistance in finding a therapist near you. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next time. Bye!